perspective, knowledge, and some fun along the way. This is The Truth on WTMJ. Now, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios in Milwaukee, here's Denise Thomas. Happy, happy Sunday. You are listening to the Truth Segment on WTMJ. This is your host, Denise Thomas, also known as DT, the Effective Communication Coach. Thank you so much for making the time to tune in this beautiful Sunday evening. I know we got some rain and flood watches in the forecast, but definitely enjoy the summer. I know for some, tomorrow may be back to school or getting at least ready for back to school as today is the last day of Wisconsin State Fair. And this is a very exciting time. I was actually um, at the shopping mall yesterday. Or no, that was today. This is, I'm having a senior moment. I was there today and this beautiful young girl and she probably, I would say, is about maybe 11 or 12 years old. And she walked up, she's with her mom and she walked up to this rack in a clothing store and she picked this beautiful dress a dress similar to what you would wear to like an after 5 p.m event and she said she said mom i want to wear this on the first day of school and her mom said you got it and i just thought wow i love seeing parents embrace their children's creativity and willingness to be different and not put in a box so shout out to all the parents that are getting their kids ready for back to school. It is an interesting time right now in this country. Before we went to break, the first hour we were talking about how everything that appears to be news has suddenly become news about race. Again, as a black woman, I'm not discounting or even disregarding the significant impacts of what any ism, including racism, can do to a human being as someone who experiences it daily to certain degrees, certain levels. Some days it's not that bad. Some days it's insulting. Some days it wants it. it I want to just curl up in a ball and just cry. But that's, that's my experience every day. And even down the street, we have Kenosha police officers arresting and repeatedly hitting an innocent man who is black while holding a baby in Applebee's and being wrongfully arrested. These are incidents that happen every day in this country. And as many, many people in America are sick and tired of hearing about race and racism and critical race theory, imagine those that are impacted by it every day. Every day. Now, if you have not heard about the incident that took place in Kenosha, right down the street, of course, it was captured the entire incident was captured on a cell phone video camera. And you can see, you can see the police with, with much aggression. And again, 
this is not my opinion. This, these are facts. You can watch this video, and it shows police using a lot of force and aggression in an attempt to arrest this man who happens to be black. The officers of Kenosha then attempt to pry the crying baby from this man's hands as he pleads to officers that he has done nothing wrong and come to find out they had the wrong person. And again, you can watch the entire video. You can watch the entire video of this incident. Now, the officers eventually remove the baby from the man's hands and throw him on the floor on his stomach. Momentarily, you then witness officers punching the man right above his head multiple times, demanding that he puts his hand behind his back. Now again, imagine sitting in a restaurant with your girlfriend or partner, spouse, significant other, sitting there at Applebee's just with the intention of enjoying a nice meal with nice company. And you have a baby. You have a baby in your hand, by the way, which is your son, your baby son. And all of a sudden, here come police officers just coming up to you forcefully, aggressively throwing you on the ground. And again, some of you might be saying, Denise, you're exaggerating. Denise, you're being dramatic. Hey, go watch the video. It's everywhere. You can watch it on Twitter. You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it anywhere. And this is where it's, it's, it's just a struggle because just as much as you are tired of hearing about racism or even witnessing it, I'm tired of it too. And I'm black. And it's something that I have had to accept my entire life. And I'm literally trying to live in a world where the seasons are normal. Because what's going to happen is that this upcoming winter, it's going to be extraordinarily hot. And then you're going to find the seasons just completely different. And, and that's where I, I want the energy to go. Now, Todd from Two Rivers on the WTMJ Old National Bank Talk and Text Line says, get the entire story right. Okay, Todd will educate me. What's, what's the right story? I'm, I'm open to hear your perspective. If you are going to be courageous enough to accuse me of not telling the story right, then by all means, as a man, Todd, you let me know what's the right story. I'm not here to give false information. I'm giving the facts based on what I saw. So if you have a different perspective or if you know anything different, I'm all ears. The WTMJ Old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Because what I don't like to do as a talk radio show host is deal with keyboard courage. So again, if you're going to say get the entire story right, let me know what the entire story is. When we come back, hopefully Todd, based on his text or their text, will let me know what the right story is. Todd says he would not cooperate. Interesting. What would have been what would have been the way that he should have cooperated, Todd? 
if if you and your and let me just let me just ask you this, Todd. Just hear me out. Just remove race, Todd. I don't know your race. I don't know your ethnicity. Just from a human being standpoint, Todd, you're an adult. You are at a restaurant. You have your baby in your hand. You are with your significant other and the police. Just bear with me, Todd. Think of it from your perspective. Think of it if this were to happen to you. You are at a table at a restaurant. The police come in. And they just aggressively pick you up, throw you on the ground on top of your stomach. You're like, what is going on? You have no clue about any hit and run. You're simply there to have a nice meal with your family. And two police officers come in and just throw you on the ground. What would you do, Todd? What would you do? Because I looked at the video and any human being would have reacted the same way. What, is, what are you doing? So when you say he would not cooperate, what is he supposed to cooperate? The definition of the word cooperate is where both parties are wanting to operate collectively. That's the definition of cooperate. If I did not commit a crime, if I, don't, if I didn't do anything wrong, and what I find interesting, Todd, is that you have failed to acknowledge that the police had the wrong person. You're awfully quiet. So, so Todd, you keep saying they asked him about it first. Remove him. Let's talk about you. If that would have been you, you're telling me that if two police officers would have walked into a restaurant and did exactly, and I'm curious if whether or not you've seen the video, if they would have applied the same aggression to you, Todd, as they did to this innocent man who was wrongfully, wrongfully arrested, aggressively thrown on the ground, you would have cooperated. You would have cooperated, Todd. You would have been like, oh, yes, take the baby out of my hands and throw me on the ground. I didn't do anything wrong, but yes, I'll cooperate, Officer Todd. I find that hard to believe. I find that hard to believe. And again, I would ask you as a human being, before you're going quick to, well, he didn't cooperate. That seems to be the typical narrative of most people who have never been wrongfully identified or harassed by a police officer. Okay, Todd, now, now I'm about to disconnect you because now you're being unhealthy. Now you're giving me verbal attacks and trust and believe. I'm going to still be Denise. I'm going to still be a talk radio show host. But what I will not do is, as we are trying to have open dialogue, is entertain disrespect. So you know what you said. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our conversation is now over. Anywho, thank you so much for tuning in. Appreciate y'all. Hope you're having a great Sunday. When we come back, would love to hear more of your personal perspectives and not verbal attacks or text attacks. Because me, for one... I, I just, I, if I don't give you negative energy or if I don't come to you in a negative way, please don't give me that same thing. We're human beings. Let's understand each other's perspectives, but let's do it in a way that's healthy. You can agree to disagree. I'm finding it so interesting that we're becoming a society where if you don't agree with somebody, like Todd just literally told me I'm a lie. <laughs> like he said, you're a lie. How? How am I a lie? And was that even healthy? Did you need to even go there? This is the problem in society. We can no longer disagree. And here's the thing. I am giving you nothing but 
facts based on the video. I checked my vision a couple of weeks ago. It wasn't 2020, so I got a new prescription. My vision is amazing. I saw what I saw. And if there's anyone who wants to look at the video, Google it and correct me if I'm wrong. But what we are not going to do, and I'm not going to tolerate or accept, is that as we continue to try to report information that we verbally, and I'm not even going to use the word attack because that's dramatic and I don't like that, but don't come from my character. Evan, can you block this person? It's not a game. I ask you not to do that. You continue to. So we're going to come back with a lighter topic. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This is the truth segment. And I will continue to protect my peace. We will be back on the truth segment on WTMJ. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back. Welcome back to the truth on WTMJ. You are listening to the truth segment on WTMJ. Hope you are having a great Sunday, a great weekend, and getting ready for a great week. I know many of us are getting ready for back to school. I've been there. So wishing all the students and parents a very successful academic year. If you're just tuning in, thank you. We've been talking about how it appears as though certain incidents that may not necessarily be about race for some reason then get turned into race. We also talked about the incident that occurred in Kenosha, right down the street, where a man was wrongfully arrested after a hit and run accident took place and the persons that were involved in that, the actual people that hit and run went to an Applebee's, I believe on Green Bay Road, in Kenosha, the, pol- the Kenosha police officers entered the Applebee's and wrongfully and aggressively arrested the wrong man who at the time was holding a baby and just dining with his girlfriend. And there's, you know, oftentimes when you see these types of incidents, both the Atlanta brawl as well as the incidents taken in Kenosha, the immediate headlines are black person, white person. And it, when you read it, whether you're white or you're black, there's a certain feeling of here we go again. Here we go again. And I don't want to speak for everybody. I don't want to make monolithic statements and assume that everyone feels the same way. But there are a lot of us in this country, in this state, in Milwaukee and surrounding areas that are just trying to be good humans. Living a living in a country that's safe, that is secure in, tom- in terms of wealth and increase. And, and what I'm finding is that there is a division in terms of cultural norm. If you go to countries like China, Japan, you don't see, you don't hear or read about racism. Classism, yes. But in terms of the violence, 
the police brutality, not that all police officers are bad. Let me be clear. I do not, I, I appreciate police officers. There are more good than bad. It's the bad ones. It's the bad people. Bad people tend to get more attention, whether it's someone who conducted a mass shooting, whether it's someone like the police officer in Kenosha, because I'm telling you right now, if you haven't seen the video, go watch the video. Go watch the video. And what is happening is that what was supposed to be a united, a united, I'm going to say that again, a united country being the United States of America, what was supposed to be a country where people from all over could come to this country and thrive and live the American dream, whether it was home ownership, entrepreneurship. But keep in mind, black people don't have that story. Black Americans did not come to this country on free will. Black Americans came to this country as part of the transatlantic ocean slave trade. So you will have to pardon me if I don't have that same narrative and I'm, I'm struggling with trying to not always be consumed with that ism and more so concerned about living a good life, being an advocate for peace, social justice, criminal justice reform, and just being a good human. The population in this country continues to grow and a lot of people are struggling with the fact that the population that's growing happens to be populations of color. And in the meantime, our Earth, our planet Earth, our dear planet Earth that does not know anything about isms, whether it's racism, sexism, ageism, classism, is struggling to be a good planet Earth for the people who live in it. The old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. How do you feel about whether, whatever side that you're on? There are some people who are like, look, I don't want to talk about race. I don't want to hear about it. Remove it from U.S. history. Remove it from any type of educational institution curriculum. Remove it, remove it, remove it. There are other people who are like, nope, we need to understand more about why we are where we are today in this society. Because again, countries like China and Japan, where pretty much everybody looks the same, everybody is the same, and I'll do the air quotes, race. There's not a, there's not a lot of division when it comes to that. And quite frankly, from my opinion, that's why countries that have the same from a cultural standpoint, seem to progress a lot farther. Let me know whether or not you agree or, or, or not. Again, the old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. And when I say they all look the same, I'm speaking from a lens of complexion, texture of hair. In America, you have people that look different from complexion, texture of hair. There are visibly different people.
from a lens of skin color, hair texture, things that you would look at in this country as the same. And as, as someone who has dealt with being mistaken for somebody else just because of my race, when I say look the same, I'm not coming from that perspective. I'm coming from the lens of in countries where the people are of the same race. And I have visited China. I've never been to Japan, but that's on my to-do to or to-visit list. I'm concerned about the fact that the United States, where anybody and everybody, no matter what race, ethnicity, nationality, walk of life that you are from, that you can come to this country and thrive. And the attention regarding race to me is becoming more and more of a distraction around things that we should be focusing on, like our planet Earth. When we come back, Randy from Racine, I, I see you. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Please hold for me, Randy, and hear from you. Your voice is valuable. And when we come back, we'll hear from you. This is the truth segment on WTMJ. Our talking text line is 855-616-1620. We'll be back. Back to the truth on WTMJ. You are listening to the truth segment on WTMJ. If you're wondering what that means when I say the truth segment, our sister station, because a lot of people are like, this is the truth. Are you telling the truth? Let me, let me clarify. The truth segment comes from our sister station, The Truth, which is broadcasting 24-7-365 on 101.7 FM, The Truth. That's the name of our sister station. It is one of few stations in this country that provides 11 consecutive hours of black talk radio. So on this segment, that's why we talk about things that are often related to the black or African-American community. Thus, the term, The Truth. Hope that clarifies because when people are like, that's not the truth. I'm like, okay, it's my opinion. What's yours? Want to hear from it. The truth is the name of our sister station. And that is again, 101.7 FM. You can tune in and hear me every weekday morning with my distinguished co-host, Telly Hughes, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. That's right. I'm here right now till nine o'clock and I've got to get up at 5 a.m. to be ready for the show. So again, thank you all so much for tuning in. We've got messages coming in on the Old National Bank talk and text line. So get old with Old National Bank. That is their mantra, which is 855-616-1620. We've been talking about a lot. And as we are wrapping up this show, this segment, we've got Randy Randy from Racine, thank you so much for holding and your patience. You are live on the truth segment on WTMJ. What's your question or comment? 
Oh, my comment. First of all, uh, I'm sorry you were uh, mistreated. That should never happen between adults. Uh, it's inappropriate. I'm a white guy, and I would never do that to you. And uh, I am married to a beautiful black woman. In my early 60s, she is too. And I, I've just been listening to you since you came on. And I was just trying to shed a little light on what happened in Kenosha. I'm not sure if you know the entire story. Um, the cops... Um, Apparently, there was a serious accident, and the witnesses stated that, uh, um, and this was on Jeff Wagner's show on Friday, um, and the witnesses stated that uh, a a couple with a baby got out of the car, and another person got out of the car, and they went into Applebee's. Then they went in and talked to the host, and uh, they must have asked the host who just came in. Uh, Now, I wasn't there, and you weren't there, so I'm only going by what was was said. Then they went to the table, and they, they asked the guy, if he would come with them outside to show them his car and could, you know, could they show them his car and that he was driving, maybe he was driving a different car. And if there was no damage to it, he'd go back in and eat his dinner. He refused. He wouldn't cooperate. Then he got up and said he had to change the baby's diaper. So I don't know if he's guilty of leaving the scene of an accident. I wasn't there, but First of all, if a police officer comes to you and asks you to come outside and show your car, uh, I guess I could go outside and show him my car and then go back in and eat if I don't have anything to hide. And, and it, it appears that he used the baby as um, like a leverage. You know, he said he was going to go to the bathroom with the baby and change the baby's diaper. They didn't just go in and, and rough him up and throw him around. And and they asked him when he got up, they said, no, you can't leave. You need to come with us. Um, and then he continued to walk towards the bathroom and they said, you know, asked him to stop. And he continued. It was um, several times when he was asked. And, and, and I don't think um, he should have um, been offended that he was asked to come outside and show his car. If he had nothing to hide, why didn't he just go with them, show them his car, and uh, go back in and sit down and eat his dinner if he's innocent? Well, Randy, let me let me ask you this. Because without probable cause, if, okay, so for example, if you're driving down 94 and a police officer pulls you over and mm-hmm. they ask you, well, you say, officer, you know, why are you pulling me over? Well, you're, you were speeding, or how, how right. fast do you think you're going? These questions, that's one thing. But if they were to say, Randy, we need you to step outside of the vehicle so that we can search the vehicle. If there's uh-huh. no probable cause of why you're asking, I have the right to say, now, to your point, Randy, you pick your battles. So there are a lot of people who are going to say, you know what, I, I don't want to fight with the police officer or... You know, I'm going to just get out the car. Now, me personally, Mm -hmm. if I'm speeding, that's one thing. But if you come to if you pull me over and I'm not speeding and you walk up to me and you say, hey, I need to search your vehicle. I have every right, according to the law, to say no or I need to you know, I want to contact my attorney. Same thing with. Right. Hey, we need to see your car. Like, so I'm trying to, and here's my thing, because what we're, what we're, we keep focusing on is protocol. And I get that. Mm-hmm. This man was accused of obstructing justice, resisting arrest and disorderly conduct. And when I look at the right. video and to your point, Randy, this is an excerpt. This is a snippet. I didn't see, 
you know, the police, I didn't see the video of footage of the police officers once they actually walked into the restaurant. But as a human being, I'm looking at this and based on the the continuous incidents of where Mm -hmm. certain police officers, not all police officers, but certain police officers use excessive force towards black men. I'm looking at this video and I'm like, man, here we because, again, if if you if you come up to me and tell me to stop what I'm doing and because you want to go look at my car for what? You have no that right. you have no probable cause. So that's where I'm coming from, Randy. Well, I do now tell me, I, am I? Well, is that- I, well I'm, I don't agree with you fully, and and I think, like you said, we can have a discussion without being um, rude. I, there's no reason for it. Oh, absolutely, um, and thank I you for your kind words. I appreciate that. Yeah, well, nobody should talk to you like that. It's it's inappropriate. It's just it's just inappropriate. Um, Randy, so, can you do me a favor? Yeah, because my producer yes. is in my ear and we got to go to break. Please don't leave. If you could be so kind to just stay on the line and hold. we got to pay some bills because I want to hear your point and I appreciate you calling. So just hold on. We're going to take a break. We come back. You've got the mic. Is that okay, Randy? That's fine. Okay, thank you so much. Stay tuned. We come back. We're going to hear from, more, from Randy, from Racine to talk about the Kenosha incident some more. You're listening to The Truth Segment on WTMJ. We'll be back. This is The Truth on WTMJ. Woo, we got like 12 minutes left. You're listening to The Truth Segment on WTMJ. This is your host, Denise Thomas, Dr. Ken Harris will be back next week. Randy from Racine, thank you so much for your patience. We've been talking about the incident that occurred on August 8th with a, an arrest that has reached a lot of attention both locally and nationally between a black man that was wrongfully arrested by two white police officers. Randy, again, thank you so much for holding. You've got the mic. Okay, I was just saying, um, uh, not a big disagreement, but if you're a police officer, you show up, there's a bad accident, the car has been left at the scene, the witnesses told the officers that a couple with a baby, with a child, left the car, and another adult, I don't remember the story, whether it was male or female, but another adult left the car and went into Applebee's. Then they go in and they talk to the host, and the host, and they probably said things like, uh, who just came in? And the lady could point out who just came in, um, you know, and they go over and if they had food, well, that that would probably be the wrong table. You know what I'm saying? Because they already ordered. They got their food. They're eating. Uh, but if they get there and there's no food on the table and they just sat down, uh, they're thinking these might be the ones, you know. And so I do believe if you're a police officer and you could have been there, you said you're 47 and you're black. And you could have been there. You could have been a black female police officer, and you just got information. You can only go on the information you've been given. And then you go in and you ask the host, um, and you go to the table. Now, Randy, let me, let me just interject. Let me just interject because, number one, we're, we're running short on time. And, number two, I want to ask you a question. And, again, I want to publicly mm-hmm. thank you for supporting me with the kind words um, when you first called in. Now, let me ask you this. Because what I find interesting is that no one is bringing this up. And not to accuse you of not caring, but let me ask you this first. Did you see the video of the arrest? 
I I can't watch that kind of stuff. I get I would okay. be upset. Uh, I would very, very now, much be upset if if I thought that a white officer was mistreating a black man just because he was black. I'd never watch the videos of the black officers that beat that young man to death down in Tennessee. I, I could I couldn't watch. I heard the sounds of it and I almost got ill. Um, that that kind I'm of with stuff you, and I me. and I advised I advised my son to not watch either. But let me ask you this. And I'm respecting the fact that you don't want to watch the video. Now, everything that you said, and we've had people, you know, and by the way, people keep saying, well, the story that Jeff Wagner reported, Jeff Wagner is Jeff Wagner. Denise Thomas is Denise Thomas. (laughs) Jeff Wagner is just like me. We're both human. We both are talk show hosts. So you you bringing up Jeff all the time and as if that has more credibility he has his opinion I have my opinion but I find it interesting that people oh. keep saying well Jeff Wagner said but let me ask you this regardless uh-huh. of not seeing the video the police officer I saw it repeatedly punched the man in his head is that right because we keep talking about protocol but I'm asking is him being hit in the head repeatedly after already being on the ground on his stomach, being handcuffed, was that necessary? Uh, I don't. Is that part I, of the? I is that part of the arrest? I I personally don't think so. I I do know that they're trained to cause some kind of. Um, uh, I, I guess they're trained to inflict a little a little pain to to get the person to um, respond and put their hands behind their back. I have seen arrests. Uh, I, I saw an arrest right in front of me with a young Hispanic guy breaking into cars, and I saw the officer kneel on his neck until he put his hands behind his back. As soon as he put his hands behind his back and gave him his hands and he handcuffed him, he got off of him in like 15 seconds. But he did have him pinned well, very aggressively Randy, to the I, I ground, think- very aggressively. Yeah, and, and again, I, I so appreciate you calling in, and I wish you and I could have a longer conversation. Unfortunately, I don't control <laughs> commercial bakes. But I will right. say this to you and, and all of our valued listeners. Look at it from the lens. If you were watching this video or incident and it was your child or your brother or your son or your father, look at it from that lens because oftentimes we automatically go to, well, they were resisting. Just watch it from the lens of if that were your loved one. Randy, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing your perspective. I really enjoyed hearing from you. I wish that we had more time to have this conversation. Evan, can we take Eric? Do we need to go to break and come back? Okay. Eric from Racine, I apologize that I wasn't able to get you. Thank you so much for holding. If you want to call call back in, we will definitely get you when we come back from break. We're going to take one last break. And again, I really appreciate listening to different perspectives. Sometimes we got to take a step back and look at it from a humanity standpoint. You are listening to the truth segment on WTMJ. We're going to wrap it up. We come back. Stay tuned. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You are listening to The Truth segment on WTMJ. Thank you all so much for tuning in and sharing your perspectives. I really appreciate it. At least I know even when Dr. Ken is not here, there are still listeners. <laughs> so I thank you for that. Um, Eric from Racine on the Old National Bank talking text line, Old National Bank Get Old, says that I personally have not seen the video myself either, but without knowing all the facts, I can't really make an accurate assumption either way. But 
for somebody to repeatedly be struck in the head, no, that's not necessary, especially if you already have the suspect supposed supposed suspect under control, head on the ground. I repeated hit in the head. No, that's not necessary. I know sometimes when the suspect is not cooperating with giving their hands, cops, they do hit them in the back, force their hands. So, Eric, I'm sorry. Hold on. Pull back. But without all the facts and all the details, um, I get you. I hear you. For me, again, I'm asking as human beings, as humans, if you, if you can, because I don't want to create any triggers, because for some it's, it's, it's too disturbing, and I get that, and I respect that. But if you can and you are willing to watch the video, look at it from the lens of what if this were my child? What if this were my brother, my husband, my father, my cousin, my nephew, and I saw them getting treated like that? Because all the comments are going about the protocol, and I get that. But I'm also asking you as a human being to look at it from the lens of humanity. Um, KDT, great work. Maybe that (laughs) will be listening and learn the decent way to run a talk show. Thank you for the love. I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all so much. Let's demonstrate love throughout the week because it definitely is a stronger and more powerful force than hate. Make it a great week. Tune in next week. Dr. Ken will be back. I'll be back in about mm, two weeks. So (laughs) y'all make it a great week. Love y'all. Take care. Peace out.